Have you ever found yourself caring more about what others think versus how you would actually feel? And as a result, I'm sure you felt stagnant, even stuck. You felt like you're meant to be more and to do more and to live this life that feels better than it looks. Welcome to the Living Courageously podcast. This is a place where women can really connect with themselves through the lens of courage. What does courage mean to you? What does it look like to live a courageous life? What does it mean to turn these dreams and these thoughts and these visions into these lived experiences and these realities? I'm your host, Ashley Strong-Smith. In this lifetime, I've been blessed to continuously live through a place of courage, turning my dreams into realities and truly experiencing a life that is far better than I could have ever imagined. My greatest inspiration is bringing the very tools, rituals, practices, and tangible resources to you alongside the courageous women that you'll meet here. Ultimately building a community around women choosing courage over fear, creating their dream lives. I have been there time and time again, playing small because I cared way too much about what other people thought versus really tapping in and listening to how I feel. Then there was a shift, a major shift that happened in my life when I started listening to the nudges, listening to those voices, listening to my own intuition and making decisions based on how I would feel ultimately turning my dreams into realities. The more that I did this, the more amazing my life became, the better my life became, the more supportive my life became, the more inspiring my life became, the more I started to look around and realize that my present reality is a culmination of all of these dreams that I finally had the courage to start living as my reality and my truth. I'm sure by now you're wondering where I'm going with this and how I even did this. Don't you worry. That is what this entire episode is about. These are the five tangible things that I have done to really turn these minute feelings and decisions into reality and these expansive life-altering feelings into reality. I'm going to give you a preview of what these five are and then I'll deep dive into what they actually look like and mean. Step one, create space to go inward. Step two, with the awareness of going inward, what came up You're going to go into the inquiry and begin to do the research. Step three is getting clear on your why behind this very dream, this very thing that you have been holding back from and on. Step four is visualize. Visualize with all of your being embody where you're going, who you're becoming, this expanded version of yourself. In step five, one of the hardest, but one of the most necessary, trust in yourself and have the courage to act on that very awareness and put your research into action. Use this to turn your dream into a reality. Step one, 
Create the space to go inward. Find a supportive place or space. This may be somewhere in your home. This may be somewhere out on nature, your favorite hiking trail. Maybe it's your favorite park or even a coffee shop. Find a place where you can get still and quiet with yourself. Okay, so maybe the coffee shop wouldn't be the best place to find a place to sit and get quiet. Find a place where you can do so. Once you do so, find a comfortable seat. If it's supportive, close your eyes. Start to focus on your breath. What is your breath telling you? Where are you in this moment? The most important thing to do is to not judge and to simply be. Something that I like to do in this moment is an invite in a deeper breath. To do so as you inhale, fill up from your stomach, expand up into your ribs and into your chest. And then as you exhale, release chest, ribs, stomach. Do that a few times. After you've done that, just find yourself back in this place of stillness and begin to do a body scan. How is your body feeling? Are you holding on to any tension? Are there any emotions that are present? Are you happy? Do you feel fulfilled? Or something missing? Be in the inquiry. See what is present. Do not judge. Honor where you are and know that you are gathering information for the future to know what to do with it. Now, part two. With that inquiry, you're going to begin to go into research. Here with research, you have two things, internal research and external research. So what I define internal research as is finding the answers within. This is where you really listen to your intuition, that voice that resides within you. And when you're quiet, you can hear it, hence getting quiet. External research is that of externally researching, going into databases, going into Google, talking to others, finding groups, scheduling meetings, doing things externally. Let's do a few examples of what may have come up when you were quiet. So for example, did you discover that you need to change jobs? If you were going into internal research, What is it about the jobs you've had that you've loved? What is it about the jobs you've had that have just sucked you dry? Do you want to stay in the same industry? Are you ready for something completely new? Then the external research. Research jobs that are available online. What descriptions are there? Do you need to update your resume, your LinkedIn? What are industries seeking? Is this what you want? Now, let's do an example of what if you want to move to a new city, even a state. Internal research would be something like, what are you inspired by where you live right now? Has there been a place that has been calling your name? Do you need to be in a city, an open space by the beach? What lights you up in these places? External research, where are you thinking of moving? 
Can you schedule a trip to go to that place in person? Part three, what is the why behind this vision, behind this dream, behind this thing that came up that you've been wanting to do, but haven't been doing because you're caring too much about what other people think? Why do you want to do what you want to do? Why is this so important? Why are you being called to make this change in your life to bring this dream into reality? Why now? Why you? Can I tell you something? You absolutely deserve this. As you answer these questions, you'll really start to connect with your heart and the intention and purpose behind how important it is to bring this into reality, to let this be a shared experience. Your why will continue to inspire you each and every day. Your why will personalize this dream. It will give dream this purpose. It will remind you that you were born to do this. You are destined to do this. You deserve to do this. Step four in this process visualize. Embody where you're going, who you're becoming, this grown, expanded version of yourself. If you're new to visualization, it is the process of really imagining. So it works best, at least for me, to close my eyes and literally imagine. Walk yourself exactly through where you want to be. If it's a new job, what does the environment look like? What does it feel like? If it's moving to that new city, what are the sounds that you are hearing? What are the smells that you are smelling? What type of people are you connecting with? Let this visualization be so real that you are living it. It is an experience happening in the moment. Something fun that I like to do with visualizations is going through the senses. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you smelling? What are you tasting? What type of music are you listening to? Let it be a full body sensory experience. Another thing that is really helpful with the visualization process is creating a dream or more commonly known as a vision board. The easiest way to do it these days is through Pinterest. Create a Pinterest board, Google pins of the stuff that you're dreaming of. Going back to the two examples, if it's a new job, is it a type of desk? What are you wearing? What type of an environment are you in? What are you packing for your lunches? What are you doing on your lunch hour? Can you go walk to the beach? Can you go to the local library? Can you go walk around a botanical garden? If it's this new place that you're living in, really think of like, what do you want your space to look like? What do you want the building that you're in to look like? What do you want your streets to look like? What do you want the city as a whole to look like? What do you, what type of restaurants are are there? What type of events are there? Google this stuff, look it up on Pinterest and really save it to a board. More so, print it out. Print it out and put it somewhere where you can see it every single day. Do not hide from it. Step five, 
And I think one of the hardest parts, but one of the most necessary parts, trust in yourself. Have the courage to act on this awareness and put your research into action. What does this look like? For me, one of the best and most supportive ways to trust myself and step into courage every day is that through mantras or affirmations, they're most commonly done as I am statements. I trust myself. I am courageous. I trust myself. I am courageous. A few years back, I had the honor of attending a weekend personal development discovery retreat in a woman's living room. Her name was Donna Bond, and she hosted it literally at her home in San Clemente. And it was so supportive because we would spend all day together in her living room. She would introduce a topic and share stories of it, and then we would work it. And then she would introduce another topic and share stories of it. One of the stories that she shared that day that has been such a pivotal and like supportive point in my process has been this idea of walking in the desert. So think of a desert in Egypt. You're on your camels and you're walking. It is pitch black at night. All you have is whatever phase the moon is in and the light from that and the stars that are out. The guys would put lights on their ankles to illuminate their steps. They would take one step, it would illuminate. Then they would take the next step, it would illuminate the space for the next step. Each step builds on the other. If you do not take one step, you will not be able to be illuminated to then know what to do with the next step. This is where trusting in the process is so important. Trust in each step. Know that each step that you take will be illuminated and guide you to the next step, ultimately bringing you to exactly where you're supposed to be. The other thing that I have used these five steps for So on top of making minute decisions and massive decisions, it's helped me with my anxiety. So I don't know about you, but living externally and caring more about what other people think versus how you feel can cause a lot of anxiety. In my experience, the anxiety comes from internal, not matching external. There are moments where my anxiety gets so bad that I am up in the middle of the night for nights on end. There was a moment where this was happening far too often. I would just watch the clock go from 1 a.m. to 1.30, 2 a.m. to 2.30, 3 a.m. to 3.30, finally fall asleep by 4 just for my alarm to go off at 5. After this happening way too often for a series of nights, I promised myself in the middle of the night that when I woke up the next day, regardless of what was on my calendar, I would dedicate the entire day to walking myself through these five steps. And guess what? I did just that. What did I do? I created the space to go inward. That was step one. Step two 
with the awareness of going inward, I really paid attention to what came up. With what came up, I did the research, both internally and externally. Then for part three, I got very clear on my why. Why did I want this? Why did it matter? Why did it need to come into fruition, into existence? Then part four, I visualized. I really embodied where I was going, who I was becoming, and what this expanded version of myself looked like. In step five, which is something that I commit to on a regular basis, but I trusted in myself and I had the courage to act on the awareness and put my very research into action. The next day, I slept through the night completely and did for weeks on end. In doing so and identifying these five steps, I had realized and reflected on that all of the major things that I have done in my life, most of them of which I shared in episode two, the 10 courageous acts that I have done in 10 years, they have moved through this process. They have enabled me to stop caring about what other people's th- people thought to focus on what I truly felt and wanted and what needed to happen to bring this dream, this thought, this anxiety, this focus, this thing into reality. What is it that you need to start doing today to create the space to maybe move through these five steps to really bring your very dream and vision and thought into reality? One of the biggest things that I had learned when I was in college was every morning you go to bed with yourself and every morning you wake up with yourself regardless of who is around you. Are you making the decisions that you need to, to go to bed being proud and happy of the courageous person that you are so that you can wake up every day and tap into that proudness, tap into that courage to live from your deepest truth, to live a life that feels better than it looks, that focuses on how you feel instead of what other people think. If you're curious about these five steps and want to see more examples, I've got a free guide that you can download in the show notes and really see this and read it and have a tangible action plan to bring your dreams into reality. Because do you know what? It is going to be better than you could ever imagine. Oh, am I so excited for you to really dive into these and bring them to life. Thank you so much for being here, for listening to episode three. If this is resonating with you, please subscribe and share with your people. It takes a village and I'm truly blessed that you are part of it and you are here. Have a very courageous day.